0: Good morning, you're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick Jurgudu and I am so excited that I am the host of this show and I've been doing it for more than four years now on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida, the best in basement radio and the voice of Rollins College and frankly, the greatest college radio station anywhere, anywhere, the greatest radio station, full stop, because of the people that run it, the people that volunteer here, and the content that we put out into the world. I have to say that. I don't have to say that. I choose to say that because I think it's true. This is a show that I normally do from 7 to 9 a.m. And normally I'd be in the studio with a special guest, and we do some bits, and I ask them some questions. One of the bits that I do is called Bad Business Ideas. This came up very early on in the process of creating the show where I wanted to have a creative writing deadline every week and this was the one that i thought of that could be the most flexible so i could write about anything regarding terrible terrible business ideas of which i've come up with quite a few so doing this for four years there's probably around three four hundred of these running around you're only gonna have to deal with a few today so that you don't get overwhelmed with all of my brilliance It is called bad business ideas, but I do that because I'm trying to let go of this feeling and this bias that I have in the back of my head that ideas start out bad. You can let these ideas out. You should let your ideas out into the world. You shouldn't hide your light under a bushel basket, I think is a phrase that people use. If you're not afraid of it, if you embrace the bad, you're gonna come up with some brilliance in there at some point. Speaking of brilliance, and speaking of people putting up with my silliness, uh, Fred Zara, Liz Dewar, Matt Petty, and Sarah Fisk. Those are going to be the guests, the guests that have been on the show before. You're going to hear today doing Bad Business Ideas exclusively. And if you want to hear more of them, you should, they're all incredible people. Fred Zara is a filmmaker, Liz Dewar is the brilliant baker behind Orlando, D-O-U-G-H. Matt Petty is a voice you hear on WMFE quite often, and Sarah Fisk is a face that you might see down at the library, the downtown library, and she's also an author. So enjoy these. We're going to start out with Fred, and oh, oh, before we start out with Fred, we have to play the song.
1: Bad business idea. Time to pick just one It's gonna be totally legal. We hope it won't hurt anyone so come
0: on, Yes, bad business ideas. If the path to corporate success is a stairway, we're the termites. Here's how it's going to go. I have ideas, I've got schemes, I've got plans. Some are more developed than others. You're here because you're smart. You understand things that I can only imagine, Fred, like what people would actually be willing to buy, and also laws.'m uh,
2: I'm, I'm the law. I, I represent the law. Of you're, familiar,
0: you're You're more familiar with laws than I am. Okay. I like to skirt them. You might actually be familiar with them enough that you know what not to do. Okay. So you'll help me determine which one of these two ideas is better. And we'll go out, and by we, I mean you, and find some investors for it. Because obviously, as a successful independent filmmaker, which I don't know if that phrase has ever been used before, um, you know how to find investors. Of course. Okay, great. Fred, may I call you Fred?
2: Yes. Great. Yes. Thanks for
0: for asking. Yes, of course. Robots, true or false? True. True. That's right. They are there. They're already around. They are becoming more self-aware. And they will soon turn on us. What are we going to do about that? <laughs> um, Sorry, I read that okay. wrong. What are we going to do to profit off of that—the fact that they're going to uh, eventually become smarter than us and probably try to eliminate us?
2: Well, we need to start developing a robot that uh, that that can fight back.
0: Oh, I like that idea. So we need. Also, we need... We can, we can do underground bunkers, state-of-the-art systems. Um, all of it, though, I mean, these, these robots are going to be pretty good. You've seen the pretty movies. Good. You've seen the same movies of I course. have. Sure. <laughs> Apparently all 20 years or older, as we referenced earlier. Um, all of it is window dressing when it comes to the rise of the machines. That's why I propose a new company called Windows Dressing. That's right, natural camouflage for our future robot overlords. Dress your Roomba up with a fern, your self-driving car covered in moss, sprouting smartphones. I see it. I see it. No one is scared of plants, but you will be. So the idea is that we're going to do the robots a favor and the AIs a favor by making them a little more acceptable. And then that way their path to victory is quicker. Oh, so we're on the robot side. Oh, yeah. They're going to win. We're just delaying the inevitable.
2: So, but uh, just for argument's sake. Okay. Why are we on the robot
0: side? Because they're going to win. And it, so in theory. But if they win, we lose. It, well, we as a species, yes. But if we help them, maybe there's a way we can make a deal with them. Okay. So they keep us around. But they're robots. Yes.
2: So they have, they, There's. why would they want to make
0: a deal with us? It's like a great why, question. What could we offer them well, and this is where windows dressing comes in. If we can help them achieve victory more quickly, mm-hmm. then that's a benefit. So we're, so we're almost like spies. We're, Correct. We're, we're, we're double agents. Double humans. agents. Yes.
2: Working for them.
0: Working for them. Making, uh, I believe, Cypher was the character in The Matrix mm-hmm. that was on the bad guy side. Things did not end well for him. But they could have. Well, what I was going to say
2: is actually... Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the new Star Wars movie, there was a double agent. Oh, okay. And you also mentioned uh, Joey Pants in, in The Matrix. Yeah. Um, things don't usually work out well for the double agent.
0: As far as we know, now we're just looking at pop culture so far. Right. Well, this,
2: this is as pop culture as you could get. It's pretty Rob- much. Yeah, that's a, really
0: a good, that's a good point. Um, if it's inevitable... Okay, let's take it back a step. Okay. Let's pretend that the robots are not going to take over. Let's just pretend that Windows dressing is just there to make electronics and other devices seem more natural. Okay. What do you think about that business?
2: Now we're starting to get
0: somewhere. Okay, great. How, however, are you are you talking about a
2: kind of robot that has emotions?
0: No, 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 no. I am just talking about whatever robot is around, whatever type of technology is around, we apply. We slap some leaves on it, so which sounds a little less interesting than the way I was first saying it. But in a way, you know, <laughs> like I think a Roomba would look cooler. Like I like the, the robot look. I like those videos of cats sitting on the Roombas and True. running around. But what if it looked like a plant? And what if it had a plant well, on it? Well, that's
2: great. So, see, I, I don't want to argue your idea. Oh, here. I don't want to. I don't want to make you feel. Well, bad. then you should leave. But uh, I'm going to do it anyway. Because you're here to argue I'm gonna, I'm my gonna, <laughs> idea. Yeah. But I'm but I'm going to do it anyway because now because because you're going in a different direction now mm-hmm. because now you're talking about something where it's more for us looking at the technology and wanting to make it more uh, natural. cuter, natural. Yeah. yeah. And it's less about the robots feeling like they feel ashamed of being robots and they want to blend in more by covering themselves up
0: as a tree. Yeah, it, this is this is. I was th- thinking it was more of a disguise, so it'd be easier to leap out and kill all humans. But yeah, if they're ashamed okay, too, okay. I can't tell what feelings they're going to be feeling when well, they you, become self-aware.
2: Okay, all right. In general, yeah, it's brilliant. Okay, great. It's a brilliant idea, um, and Why, I will get. I will hit the streets immediately. Well, well we then, need to hear, hear another. got to hear the other
0: idea, and just just as a quick aside, Fred, if you could just not listen to this. Uh, Future Robot Overlords, that is still for you and you guys, Alexa, Siri, Okay Google. Thank you. Um, Okay, yeah. So Fred, you can come back in. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. All right. Now, uh, another thing we need to solve besides how robots will either take over or just look better is the housing crisis.
2: Is this a whole new idea now? This is a whole new idea. Okay.
0: So the challenge we have right now is that there's not enough housing, not enough affordable housing. Um, so, what we're talking about is urban density and getting more uh, housing in a smaller area. So that's going up, that's creating potentially smaller houses. We mm-hmm. talked about tiny houses in the last hour, and you, that's something that you're for. You're from the New Jersey area, so you're used to you know, urban density, I think, a little bit more than Orlando is, where Orlando sprawls, Florida sprawls, as opposed to becoming uh, more dense in an urban setting. So Florida has a challenge with urban density, and we have a challenge with keeping up the amount of people that are moving here. Mm -hmm. So uh, instead of building more things, I had this idea because we're right by the the Space Coast. Instead of getting bigger and going smaller, we get even smaller than that. Wearable environments, basically spacesuits that we can live in 24-7. We can just exist in them. And go from place to place and sleep wherever we want. Self contained overwater living apparatus or scowl gear. Scowl, self contained overwater living. <laughs> so it's just scowl, I guess. Right, okay. Scowl gear. Yeah. So that is the idea behind it. We could also call it enchant suits if you like that name better. Um, so we could provide several uh, different styles. Of house, you know the basically house suit, um, almost like a house boat. So you could have, you know, your your northeastern with the porch around it, uh, or you know your McMansion if you like that sort of uh, fake brick look to it.
2: So would you, you just stay in the suit? Yeah, they're using the, using the restroom. Would that happen in
0: the suit? You would. Okay. So the tagline is is your home, and maybe drinking pee. Wherever you go, that's
2: the ta- that's the tagline. Well, it, it needs a little work. That's yeah. what I'm hoping you can help with.
0: We want, we would probably
2: want to massage the tagline. A little Great. Bit. Um, I'm not against it. Okay. I think we're on, on we're on a good path. Um, see, we we live in a society where things um we're always trying to protect people, right? Yeah. I th- and I think we can make this even even more in- interesting if we can maybe put put in an element of we guarantee that nothing bad will happen to you in this suit you know because you feel like we
0: can guarantee that
2: well i mean nowadays you know you have to wear a bike helmet Uh you know um i'm wearing two right now right kids playgrounds used to be metal now they're all plastic and and everything's like god forbid we don't want anybody to get hurt ever right seat belts the whole thing so this suit can also be some sort of suit of armor a not layer. only it's yeah. not only is it where you live, but we can guarantee we'll have some sort of guarantee that like, so bulletproof, knife yeah, proof. Yes, uh, you, you keep, keep you, the temperature whatever exactly. you want, so you you never have to like if you live in Florida or if you live in Alaska, you could you could be seventy two degrees. I like this. Yeah, I mean it's okay. like it's your environment, right? Scowl so gear. you can bring your environment everywhere. Scal gear or enchant suits. Um, uh, what's the second one enchants
0: enchant suits enchant suits kind of like pantsuits but they're enchanting <laughs> um okay i kind of guess i, I, just like I guess pant i'll go suits. with that pantsuits are pretty enchanting in general
2: uh urban living environment suit what is that what is, what is the world's yeah how about oohs?
0: how about we add can we add a g at the beginning and then it can be ghouls Perfect. Yeah, uh, I like that. Global urban living <laughs> environment suit. Because you can go anywhere. Right. With it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now, a difficult choice. You have done very well helping to develop both of these ideas. I think, in fact, to the point where I love both of them. So, Windows dressing, disguises, robots in disguise, I think is the Transformers tagline and that's perfect, uh, or ghouls, Global Urban Living Environment Suits.
2: Well, let me tell you my 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 thought process first. Oh,
0: please. The first idea... I'm just glad you have a thought process. <laughs> well, You wouldn't just jump at the first one.
2: You started this whole segment by saying how smart I was and that I was going to bring the law to the, the, yeah. the concept. Um, and I don't know how I op- applied the law in any way. But my, my thought process is this. The first idea, while brilliant... Benefits the robots. I'm not a yeah. robot. Yeah, the that's second a good point. idea. Yeah, benefits me. Yes, I want one. Okay, I want to walk around in my environment and drink my pee at all times.
0: I I think that's exactly. I mean, it's filtered, right? It's filtered clearly. I, you're going to have to work on the technology here. Okay. So yeah. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Okay, I'm going with number two you're going to be drinking number one yes yeah i got it okay perfect i love everything about that well thank you liz may i call you liz yes great food okay we all eat it whether we're vegetarians oh sorry were you gonna
3: oh i was just gonna say it's a great idea
0: yes wait i haven't gotten to the idea yet. okay okay we all eat food yes true or false true great Whether we're vegetarians, vegans, pescatarians, low-carb, no-carb, carb carb stars, chicken-averse, salad-scared, you have to eat. Mm -hmm. Or do you? You do. You do. You have to eat. Okay. Therefore, I have a food-based idea for us to discuss today. Let's go to the world of plant-based food. You have alternatives for meat. Mm -hmm. You have alternatives for milk, Mm -hmm. cheeses, Mm -hmm. and other plant-related things. Those markets pretty well covered. Let's go somewhere that isn't well covered. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Eggs. Close. Okay. Plant-based alternatives for fruits and vegetables. (laughs) Now, I know what you're thinking. There's already plant-based fruits and vegetables, but what happens when they're not in season or too expensive thanks to distance and tariffs and Mm -hmm. border closings? Or they're hard to get. It's just really far away. Or allergies what then oh that's where we come in okay sorry i shouldn't have waited for an answer that was rhetorical no i think that was a good pause fair left, pitch. left at the altar a-l-t-e-r is our new alternative food production conglomerate okay okay so here's what we're going to produce just some ideas i want you to think about these since you're the one that's going to have to produce these figure out how where when soon soy watermelon oat eggplant Hazelnut squash, almond, avocados, tofu, tomatoes, rice grapes, Mm -hmm. flax cucumbers, coconut berries, and hemp lettuce. Okay. Should I go back through that one more time or do you getting the gist of it?
3: I got the gist for sure. It's like when you hear someone's name and you're like, I know I heard
0: it. Yeah. I think there's a name there.
3: I, I heard what you, yeah,
0: I got the gist. Okay, so what do you think about left at the altar so far?
3: Oh, the name.
0: Okay. It's a good name. Great. Also a hallmark of a bad business idea is a clever name.
3: That's true. I'm worried that like some people who are left at the altar, you're ostracizing them with the name, but that can't be that many people, right?
0: There's probably fewer people that are left at the altar than actually get married. Yeah. And I don't know that anybody's getting married anymore. Is that still a thing?
3: Yeah, I think it is just later later in life. Yeah. Okay. Um I don't know, none of my I have like one friend who's been married and out of a giant group of people and it's like, all right.
2: So guess no one, one else concern, is doing it.
0: It's it's a good concern is that mm-hmm. people who were left at the altar might not buy from us because they were left at the altar and the name of our organization mm-hmm. is left at the altar even though we're spelling altar differently.
3: Yeah, you have to spell it differently. That's like oh, the for thing. Sure. Um I guess you could always create like a side part of the business for those specific people and name it like, it's okay you were left at the altar or something. I love it. That's not very catchy, but you can come up with something
0: different and as it's you think so about more. Right? You're thinking about, mm-hmm. you're very empathic. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about the people that might be left out. This is why you're the perfect person for this, yeah. honestly. So in general though, you like where this is going. You like the name.
3: Yeah, I think um, my favorite part about it is that there's probably a very large group of people who would be excited about this product mm-hmm. who would only understand it about 10%, but they would pay you probably 90% more than it was worth. And then we could know that those people existed and not talk to them very much.
0: Cause that, that's true.
3: I think it's a good, it's like a, a litmus test. This is a good litmus test business. When people support it, I understand that they are probably not people that I would talk to for very long.
0: Very nice. Well, and one of the things is the avocados came uh-huh. to mind. This is this is actually coming out of news that's happening right now. I mean, that's actually a really a real uh, concern. Avocado might, you know, they, might uh, they might, well, it's going to drive prices up mm-hmm. and they may not be available. Higher so than what they are now? If we made an alternative to an avocado that tasted mm-hmm. like an avocado, say out of almonds. And what I was thinking is you would still make the pit. Yeah. So we'd still have to manufacture the per, the pit somehow. I could 3D print one.
2: Yeah.
0: Then you would come up with a formula for the almond avocado that would go around it, make mm-hmm. sure it's the right shade. You get a little bit of yellow, a little bit of green. Yeah. And then we could use maybe a seaweed wrap to make it look like the skin. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, it's an avocado.
3: Yeah. I just, it came to mind that like a paper mache avocado would look very convincingly like an avocado. That's so you a could also point. paper mache it. Okay. Use rice paper.
0: Way cheaper.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But individually paper mache avocados, there's, you can charge so much money
0: for those. You know what I'm liking about this is remember all the fake fruits that people would have in their house? Yeah. And, you know, that sort of thing is <laughs> you could have fake avocados in your house. Mm-hmm. So when people come over, they see that you have avocados that obviously you're doing well Mm -hmm. because you've either found or foraged or bought and paid through the nose for these avocados as long as they don't touch them.
3: Yeah. Don't touch them. Also, if we could maybe add some rhubarb in there, very difficult to find in Florida. So if you have rhubarb in Florida- Why wouldn't we add rhubarb? (laughs) Rhubarb should be made out of celery that's been dyed rhubarb colored. (laughs)
0: Celery, relatively easy to grow no matter what.
3: But the, isn't it crazy? Like there are huge farms for, well, maybe not huge, but there's a lot of celery farming in Florida. Like always sure. when you go to Publix, it's like Publix, it's fresh from Florida celery. And you're like, okay. They're basically
0: giving it away because there's like, so much of it.
3: But then they like, rhubarb, mm-hmm. it's a completely different thing. And I'm like, no. they look they look the same. I don't get it. Grow both of them, but they can't.
0: No, I mean, Not much call for rhubarb.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's just idea number 1. Okay. Left at the altar.
3: Mhm.
0: Here's idea number 2. Okay. Coming up right now. But there's a lead into it, so I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is okay. right away, but I have to set set the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set a table for you. Okay. Two delicious meals. You have to choose one. Okay. A new study from the University of Michigan has found a 20-minute nature walk can be incredibly effective in relieving stress. Now, We know why this works. We both understand the benefits of it. You go out into the world, you go out into nature, you feel better about yourself, you're breathing clean air. My question to you, though, is what is nature? Where is nature? How do you define it? And also, how long is 20? No, we know how long that is. Um, Is a park enough? Do you have to be at least 30 miles away from the nearest human settlement? Mm -hmm. What about the beach? What about the beach with a jet ski? I guess that wouldn't be walking, so that wouldn't count. Our new company, though, Streak of Nature, would bring the nature to you. We will upcycle old unused treadmills, of which there are many. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, they're sitting in garages. They're sitting underneath clothes and spare bedrooms and naturalize them first as citizens of the united states so we're going to naturalize them as citizens then adorning them with plants vines rodents and other things you will find in nature your 20 minute nature walk anytime you want you got to relieve stress mm-hmm. i don't know where the nearest nature is oh wait there's one right there in my bedroom mm-hmm. and it's got the you know animals and vegetables and minerals yeah. that i need you think that i'm in nature i'm i'm sure that this
3: is the winning idea okay out of the two
0: out of the two oh yeah but definitely We are in for this one yeah streak of nature mm-hmm. so are you much of a hiker do you like going out camping or out into the world
3: i like camping for the day yeah. into the evening and then going home okay um i one time camped uh oh man it must have been like august in georgia and bigfoot No, it was just no showers. Oh, yes. I've never felt better after it. Like, it's, I don't like it. But I do like hiking, but there's, Florida's a little bit more difficult for hiking. Mm -hmm. But I actually planned
0: my next vacation around, like, hiking the whole time. So So after this, after a vacation like Mm -hmm. that or after going to the woods for the day, do you feel better? Do you feel less stressed?
3: I think so. I like walking my dog, though. So, like, does that count? Because he's an animal. And I'm I walk not
0: sure because, again, they were specifying a nature walk.
3: Yeah. You know, Japan has those whole, like, forests. They're for mental health. They're like mental health forests. I don't think that's the name. But they, I like. I love that idea. But they, like.
0: I'm writing that one down. They'll,
3: like, prescribe you, like, time in nature. Also, Japanese people live so long. So this has to be a good idea. It's one of those those seven zones in the world that has people who, like are like the most octogenarians or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I've seen so many documentaries, they all kind of blur together, but there's definitely one about like, is it the food they eat? Is it where they are? Is it their health care? And in Japan, they're like, we don't know. They just live really long time. They
0: just do it.
3: They live on a rock.
0: It's a lot of fish in the diet. That's too. true. Yeah. Fish donuts. Fish donuts. An idea. Sushi donuts
3: is a thing. Is it know. really? Yeah. The, um, There's two types now, which I just saw this yesterday. There are donuts that look like sushi and there are sushi that look like donuts.
0: Okay. But nothing that mixes the two. You know, no. you not putting fish in donuts but, or putting dough in sushi.
3: I feel like mochi donuts could be like there. the thing that brings it together because the like rice is just really good with sushi, but then mochi is like a rice-based donut. Mm-hmm. So I think it would work better than like a, like the flour, the bread flour. Oh, my God. Gluten flour. There we go. Gluten, Gluten. flour.
0: Yeah. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love everything about this because now we're talking about other things. Mm-hmm. So really, let's start with Streak of Nature. Okay. You're going to get that started. Yeah. Business plan. We'll have the, uh, all of the different sort of documentation that we need to yeah. start it. Um, Definitely a contract for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you signed it. Mm-hmm. A yeah. fine print contract. Again, just by being on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, bad business ideas. It's just like Murphy's Law. If anything can go wrong, it's profitable. This is the part of the show where I present two guaranteed million-dollar schemes to you, Matt. Mm -hmm. I'm the schemer, and you're the schemey, I think, if that's a word. Once you pick the idea that you feel is stronger, my part is done because I've come up with the idea. I've done all the work. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you take the scheme that you think is the better one and you run with it. It becomes your responsibility. And all the liability is yours as well. Mm-hmm. The profitability is shared. Are you liking this so far?
4: Yeah, I'm still I'm still mulling over the bad business idea concept though. Like, are there bad business ideas, or are there just bad business people? Uh, yes. Like, is there any- there's both. Okay,
0: yeah, all right. Matt, may I call you Matt? Sure. Great. If you're like me, and I know I am, breaking up is hard to do just like the song says. What the song doesn't say is how to make it easier, specifically making the other person leave. And it says the bad roommate, the dead weight at work, the unlovable lover. You want them out, but you don't want to hurt their feelings, right? Have you ever been in that situation? Sure. Great. That's where our new venture, potentially new venture, Squeezebox comes in. Squeezebox appears to be a regular subscription box service just like the millions of other ones out there, but with a twist.
4: Wait, will you order something? And yeah, they send so it to you, you? and you get a box
0: of okay. whatever the theme is, right? Mm-hmm. So like the different theme every month, whether it's clothes. self-care, clothes, right. um, Food. Japanese snacks in some cases. Yeah, can't yeah. get wrong with that. All of the boxes from Squeezebox, though, will be curated with items that the people around you will be turned off by. So instead of the bespoke beauty supplies or the Epicurean snacks, you'll be getting a subscription from something a little more repulsive. Like durian. For example, that's, a, that's actually a really good idea. I see where, see, this is why I presented mm. you this one because I knew you'd be on the same level.
4: It's kind of a, th- yeah, I don't know, durian though. That's a whole nother conversation.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll have that in a yeah. second, but one of them might be the occult box, which features black candles, a few different uh, types and vials of blood, some teeth maybe from a human that comes with an instruction book on making pentagrams that won't actually call forth creatures from the dark beyond again you're just trying to bum someone out mm-hmm. you're not actually trying to call forth the apocalypse
4: if you did like a like a a hexagram
0: a pentagram yeah or but you did a hexagram instead
4: right yeah well what would happen
0: uh oh that's a good question i'll have to call my occult <laughs> friends all of them and ask about that uh another box might be the formaggio puzzolente box it's kind of like a blue apron box where you mm-hmm. make the meals yourself but every ingredient is super smelly cheese mm. yep the chewing tobacco box comes with several spittoons to leave around the home or office yep the S M box uh not sure i have to explain that one
4: it's different not not an M&M box.
0: Not an M&M box. Right. Okay. So, Squeeze Box. Mm-hmm. Is it a passive aggressive way of dealing with your problems?
4: Definitely yes. Yes.
0: But is it the most passive aggressive way of dealing with your problems? Probably not. That's our actually our tagline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So, what do you think about Squeeze Box so far?
4: I like it. Part of the reason I like it is cuz I think the results might be unexpected. Like you might discover you might bring you you okay so you have a roommate that you can't abide yep you order the cheese box and it smells terrible or it smells just very cheesy you might discover something that you didn't know about your roommate before that they have an appreciation for weird and stinky cheeses and That's that might true. open up new avenues of communication
0: so it might actually make you better friends
4: yeah and you might
0: have a commonality that you didn't have before.
4: Right. And if you're friends about cheese, then that's a pretty strong friendship.
0: It is actually a friendship. Like, like friends, it's just like the saying
4: goes, a friendship
0: built on cheese
4: <laughs> will never crumble. Fra- <laughs> friends who sh- who share cheese, I mean, that you know, that that's gonna be a, a bond that's pretty much unbreakable, I think.
0: Yeah it's certainly meltable mm-hmm. yeah i like that <laughs> okay so you see you brought another aspect to squeeze box that i hadn't even thought of Profondue. profound do profound right, <laughs> going.
4: sorry it's too early
0: <laughs> i mean you're also focusing on the cheese but maybe it's the occult thing that really gets uh, the friendship moving along yeah if you will or the work relationship i
4: don't know about the blood though i feel the vials of blood would be a definite turnoff and the teeth
0: Okay, yeah. so for that me, one anyway. is
4: definitely going to turn somebody. Well, again, for yeah. you, mm. you're, you're liking the cheese
0: one, but the other occult box might mm-hmm. do its duty and just get rid of the other person. Yeah, maybe. Okay, are you ready for your second idea? Sure. There are many things we do to make us more productive, to give us a little more gas in the tank when we aren't feeling motivated. So like meditation, coffee, posting things on social media so your friends will, for some reason, check up on your progress. Mm. Never really found that works. None of this works consistently, though. So I looked to science to help out, and I found a potential solution. This solution involves being watched, but not by people. So are you more motivated? By animals? Animals, yeah. So you
4: could get like an owl?
0: They're trained to watch you while you work, and you complete Uh, your tasks, hit your deadlines, and live your best life.
4: Fantastic. What kind of animals? I would love an owl.
0: Birds. That's yes. right. I didn't even have to tell you. Our new company is called Birds Watching. Yeah. Yep. You'll always have a charm of finches around to help you get that sales presentation done. A siege of herons. I looked up the words for a groups siege of herons? Yeah, that's
4: what they're How called. How cool is that? Yeah.
0: Watching with their unblinking eyes, waiting for the website design comps, a murder of crows mm. with their razor sharp talons and bloodthirsty cries that are seemingly begging you for next year's marketing budgets. And the best part is they'll be inside. They won't be outside watching you. These birds will be inside watching you until you get whatever it is that you're working on done. Mm -hmm. That could be work related. So as an organization, as a company, they could hire the birds to watch you. Or if you're working on a side project, let's say you want to get back to cartooning Mm -hmm. Matt, because I know that editorial cartooning was a part of your life. Sure. Because we talked about that last hour. And if you missed any of the show, you can listen to it on as a podcast, Mm -hmm. but if you want to get back to cartooning, you want to have some owls watching you, judging you, and you don't want to let the owls down.
4: No. no okay, you don't. great. Um, no. Was,
0: that, that's the part you can't answer.
4: Okay, thanks. You don't want to let the owls down,
0: <laughs> so you're going to get your cartoons done mm-hmm. or else. Yeah. I'm not sure what the owls are going to or do to owls. you. Or owls. Or owls. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So you're, you you're obviously- of <laughs> So you're you're you're. I mean, you're into this one too. It sounds yeah, I love like. this
4: one already. I think it's great. You were
0: right on owls. I had already thought of birds. Because really, wonder they,
4: like, so you're offering a range of birds. Oh,
0: you'll have more than how, one.
4: How are you going to curate and train these birds and kind of keep them fed and healthy and? I
0: think the question is how are you going to do that because this would be your company, and I think oh, there are bird trainers out there. Yeah, so birds watching is or squeeze box. So you're going to choose one of these, the curated subscription box to get rid of unwanted people or birds watching.
4: I'm going to go with birds watching. I think, I mean, I I feel like there's potential in the, sorry, what was the first one called again? Squeeze box. Squeeze box. I think there's potential on that. Like there's, there's potential for unintended consequences, which sometimes our, bad business ideas become great business ideas right uh, like Yes. just a mistake it, that has happened yet, upon, but yeah right wasn't that how um how vaccination was discovered
0: right? sure vaccination post it notes yeah all of those things what's the origin story of post it notes uh the glue wasn't good enough i think it was at a glue company Ooh. and it was like this is useless glue what if we put it on the back of paper
4: yeah yeah that's yeah that's great yeah yeah so i think i think bird's watching I foresee some logistical challenges, though. I mean, there might be several. Yeah, how are you going to get the birds to the? How how am I going to get the birds to the client? You know they fly, right? Not all of them.
0: Oh, okay. So you're thinking like, how are you going to get the penguins there or kiwis?
4: Yep. Or I don't know, kakapo or. Okay, whoever. I like it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we've got uh, we've got crowdshare scooters. Mm-hmm. We've got crowdshare cars. Yep bikes i mean there's a number of different green ways we can get them there Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like i'm solving a lot of the problems that you need to solve as the ceo
4: how well trained do these birds need to be to find the right spot and stick around for long enough like how do they know when when you're done yeah oh that's a good
0: point okay so there is some training involved Mm -hmm. and i think that you know I, i think the main thing you have to train them on is looking threatening Okay. Because really, that's what's going to get people or, to. Or, or do encouraging, the work. right? I mean, it, uh, the same coin. Two sides of the okay. same coin, really, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion.
4: Some if, birds just don't look threatening.
0: I think we can get them there.
4: Like, what about a toucan, a toucan?
0: Oh, they're beautiful.
4: Yeah. Could you be threatened by a toucan? I think so. I think yeah. they're very heavy beaks. I think you could I snap if it you're around. a Brazil nut or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you want the toucan to look at you like you're a Brazil nut. Mm hmm. Okay. That's what you have to do. <laughs> I think you almost need like acting lessons for the birds, mm-hmm. which is another
4: bad business idea altogether. Acting lessons for different animals. Right. So that's the side business. Yes. I think that exists already because there's there's got to be kind of uh, studios full of actor animals, right?
0: Yeah. But they're, I don't know that there's a lot of birds and they're being trained to do things like fly from here to there, squawk, you know, those sorts of things, as opposed to help motivate and or intimidate people.
4: But don't you think there's probably there's probably people out in, in California who are offering their services to train your pet? Like your pet could be the next, I don't know, whatever. The, who's the Top dog? Top model? Yeah, well, who's the dog in that, that movie, The Artist? Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? The, no. That silent movie, The Artist? Mm-mm. No, okay, all right, never mind. Anyway, th- but... Think of a famous animal in a movie, like there's there's got to be Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey the animal. Yeah, wait, okay, sorry, sorry, actual animal, not person animal. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, okay,
0: let's do that again. Try again.
4: So, so I- any movie with a famous animal, there's, yep. there's got to be there's got to be trainers offering their services to train like you and your Shrek. Co- or- Shrek. Yep. Yeah. Shrek no, the sheep?
0: God, not, that's not right.
4: I keep messing up this. I'm sorry. Let's just move on. Yeah, I feel like I'm not doing well at answering your questions. That's okay. Okay, all right. I think maybe one, what I'm trying to say is one of these business ideas is probably actually a business right now.
0: Okay, well that's good. I mean, so there's some established trainers out there that we might be able to call upon. Yeah, and with a pentagram, call them forth to train our animals. <laughs> sure, I think that's okay. how you call or a, a train. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. All right, well, I expect a, you know, a business plan. I'll send some birds over to your office mm-hmm. so that you can finish the business plan for this idea.
4: Yeah, we actually have birds. We have a, a flock of, actually, I don't know what the word is, of uh, sandhill cranes. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. look that up during the break. A hill of sandhill cranes. Uh, a lambast yes. of sandhill cranes. Yeah, they, they hang out. Sometimes they pick on the windows. You yeah, know, just They're our spirit animals. Do they intimidate you at all? They don't intimidate me. They're kind f- of tall though, right? They're quite tall and they have sharp beaks. I think if you, yeah, I think maybe if you're out in the open and there was a, a part of them like encroaching on you, then that could be intimidating. Perfect. Yeah, but they definitely like keep this. an eye on us.
0: So really WMFE becomes the the testing, the staging area sure. for our first. Right, I mean, we're, we're already
4: testing out the scooters there, so yeah. throwing some it. birds too.
0: Yes, bad business ideas were the too tight hat on the head of innovation. Now, I already know this from the conversation we were having during the break. We came up and brainstormed lazy rivers in people's houses. Yes. Which would be fantastic. So yeah. it could either be designed around or we could retrofit your house with a lazy river. Yeah. Based on
1: the dreams that I had when I was 10 years old.
0: Uh, Again, so you're an imaginative person, (laughs) which is why you're going to be great at this part of the show. All
1: right.
0: Plus, just based on all of the things you're doing, as we (laughs) talked about during the last segment, and if you missed any of the show, you can uh, subscribe to a certain degree. Uh, You can also listen at com. You're good at business. I mean, just based on everything that I've heard, you're good at business. That's not as important as being imaginative. But in Bad Business Ideas, I will present to you two incredible schemes, Mm -hmm. guaranteed successes. Your job is to help me maybe edit and improve them a little bit, if there's even room for improvement. (laughs) Uh, But then you choose one and start it up completely on your own. My part of the transaction, and this is a transaction, stops when you pick an idea. Your part of the transaction stops years from now. When the company is successful and you turn it back over to me.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it works.
1: And then we both get lazy rivers in our houses.
0: That is correct. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the practice bad business idea I have is water related. Oh, okay. So just to get us get the juices even more flowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flowing. Right,
1: yeah.
0: Kayaking.
1: <laughs> okay. Paddle boarding. Uh-huh. Canoes. Yes.
0: What do these all have in common? Water. That's right. They okay. take a lot of effort. So many oars and steering and moving your arms mm-hmm. Ugh, until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to apply self-driving car technology to tiny watercraft. All right. So you can just sit back, relax, and enjoy without all the effort. Take a nap if you want. Mm-hmm. Trust the artificial intelligence to take you where you want to go
1: mm-hmm.
0: somewhere. <laughs> so some ideas for names, rock the boat,
1: mm-hmm.
0: floaty hammocks, waterbeds. Because basically that's what it'll be. Mm -hmm. If you're just, if you don't have to paddle or anything, you just lay down and sleep. I don't know why you'd want to be on the water at that point, but that's what makes it a bad business idea.
1: I slept a lot on the water when I was a kid. Yeah, because my dad, you know, would go out fishing and I would just like
0: nap. Hang out with him. So you're, I'm going to put that out there as maybe one of your bad business ideas (laughs) if you don't like either one of these two. Sarah, may I call you Sarah? Oh, yeah. Great. Sure. What do you listen to when you're writing?
1: What do I listen to when I'm writing? Yeah. Mm. What
0: inspires your brain yeah. through your ears to make words with your hands?
1: Um, which is,
0: I guess, the most natural way I could have asked that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, most of the time I don't listen to anything. Actually. Nothing. You just yeah. need
0: some silence. Yeah. Uh, you need to clear your head. Music can be a distraction for some people mm-hmm. when they're doing any kind of creative process. Yeah. Some people like it. Some people don't. Excellent. But we're going to come up with our new company, a new way... To inspire writers through their ears mm-hmm. to make words
1: yeah.
0: with their hands. I really, you're going to have to help me with the wording yeah. there. <laughs> with our patented technology, which you'll have to patent and I was also say,
1: did you apply for?
0: A you patent? will also have to invent it. <laughs> we will create soundscapes that make authors write a lot of words per minute. I mm. have some examples now. Oh, I'm going to no. plug in. <laughs> Now, the idea here is that if you're hearing something, it might inspire you to write a story around it, yes. right? Yes. So that's something a little bit different, I think, than uh, just listening to music or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So as someone who doesn't listen to anything, I think this will be very interesting because, you know, you, maybe this will inspire you to listen to something. So are you ready for the first one? Sure. Okay. Feeling anything so far?
1: Like I want to take a nap.
0: Okay, but writing-wise, do you want to write about a nap?
1: No. (laughs) I actually do listen to Ambient Mixer sometimes, so, yeah. All
0: right. Well, there's a little more to this one, so just give it a second.
1: Oh, there's seagulls. There's goats. Oh, okay.
0: Did you look around to see if the goat was in the room for a second? Because that's what it looked like.
1: I just needed to look away. (laughs) Bowling pins.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what is this inspiring so far from a writing standpoint?
1: Is that, okay. A clock chiming? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is, this kind of, oh, there's a. More goats. It's like, what is it called? There's field bowling, all right? Like yeah. Grass bowling. Yeah. You can yeah. do that with some goats. So, it's a. People gray. love things with goats, like yoga and stuff perfect yeah
0: so we've got goat yoga lawn bowling and some sort of clock yeah I feel like a story is just brewing in your mind so I'm going to distract you with another Well, there's
1: nothing that makes you creative like a ticking clock
0: yeah having a (laughs) deadline really does help so here's another one I want to see what you think about this one what? that's a metal lark which I think is just a, a an inspirational type of bird.
1: Mm, inspirational.
0: I don't know if it's a real bird or not.
1: Creaking doors. Mm-hmm. This sounds terrifying.
0: Okay, so maybe a, a horror yeah, book definitely. of some kind. Yeah.
1: Which I don't write, but that's fine. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, young adult. There can be some terror in there.
1: They're pretty much, yeah, all. Oh gosh, pretty much all horrors, from a certain angle. Yeah to a certain degree
0: oh thank mm. you you owe me a quarter for saying that out loud
1: <laughs> okay horse yep and some carnival music did you mix this yourself oh yeah oh wow yeah
0: no this is not professionally done you're so done very talented at all. <laughs> I wish I had a marketable talent yes <laughs> all right and one more uh, I think this is the one with the lasers in it. Oh. Because I really wanted one with lasers. Yeah. I know you have a sci-fi sort of yeah. bent to you.
1: It's quiet so far. Mm-hmm. What is that?
0: You're the writer. You tell me.
1: I'm having flashbacks to when I was a barista and the timers would go off. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Laser action, yeah. Yeah.
0: So maybe a barista on a foreign planet.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah. You have a barista droid. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: And then maybe the barista is driving away. Oh. On the motorcycle.
1: Making an escape.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. All right, so the name of this company is, of course, uh, Sound Mind. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that one so far?
1: I kind of love it. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So was uh, was the length okay for you, like about a minute for each one of these <laughs> snippets? Or would you want this ambient noise with different little things going on yeah, like, you, to be much longer?
1: Yeah, you need it longer. Okay,
0: that's good. You don't write stuff in a minute then?
1: Mm, not usually. Okay, well, good. Tweets, that's why. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I didn't know with uh, NaNoWriMo. Yeah. Is that how you say it?
1: NaNoWriMo. Okay. Yeah, I usually like to write in 20-minute spurts. Really? hmm Oh, that's interesting. Because then I get up and stretch a little bit and because like I'm a little obsessive so I'll set a timer for 20 minutes because if I won't, they don't write for like three hours. Yeah. And then my body will hurt because I haven't moved. So, That yeah. makes sense.
0: And do you uh, edit while you write?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, open. my first drafts come out pretty clean, actually.
0: So then we also need the soundscapes for when you are editing. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe then you are going to add the meadow lark mm-hmm. in afterwards, because all of a sudden you are hearing it for the first time.
1: I do. Yeah, for me especially, I write uh, my first draft is usually plot and dialogue, mm-hmm. and then uh, my first round of revisions is adding in like settings. So. And and,
0: then, and birds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually it really don't like birds, but yeah. <laughs> Okay.
0: Wow. We're digging in a little bit here. I'm
1: I'm like scared of birds. It's one of my phobias. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm so sorry. I put so many birds in this. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, Sarah, that was just idea one. Oh. There's still another idea.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, And technically, you know, there's still that boat one floating around as well. Get it floating around. Snow.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's a thing that happens in the north. Yeah, I've heard. From what I understand. It piles up. It's it's there. It's always reminding people that it's there. What happens under the snow? That's where we come in. <laughs> Our new company, Snow Job, will market warm weather destinations while you're trying to make your way through the tundra.
1: Hmm.
0: How, you ask? Yeah, how? Oh, good, you did. <laughs> pop-up ads, literal pop-up <laughs> ads. We know people love them online.
1: Yes, people N- love them.
0: Now they will be... IRL, Mm. which I think means in real laughs. Oh. I'm not sure. Mm. What does LOL stand for? Uh, We don't have time for that. (laughs) Either with rakes or some other mechanism. Again, you'll have to come up with this. Uh Probably patent it. You have a mechanical engineering degree. I'm just saying I kind of wrote these for you. (laughs) These ads could be simple posters, maybe a small screen. They just, But they pop up and they Mm -hmm. scare people. And, you and know, scare people. Yeah, that's that, a good that is obviously a yes. reminder, a way to get more impact, mm-hmm. I think, is a marketing term. It's it's very surprising, I think, is the <laughs> key to it. But it could be like a, a small LCD screen that pops up. A uh, snow job could also work in the fall when mm-hmm. there's leaves on the ground. And that could just be a rake that could oh. be advertising for rake companies.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right. You step on it, hits you in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remembered I need a rake. Look, here's one. I guess I could just take that one. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, The beach, even Mm -hmm. though you don't like to go, Uh can still pop up out of the sand. Yeah. And that could be an advertisement for some delicious beverage.
1: Got it, yeah. Of some kind. I had a frozen banana on the beach. That was really refreshing. It could be
0: a frozen banana from the the, uh, Bluth banana stand. (laughs) Any number of things. So having said all that, Mm -hmm. we've got the boat idea. Yeah. We've got Sound Mind, which is the Soundscapes for Authors. Yeah. And Snow Job, which yeah. are pop up ads to scare people in the snow and other places.
1: Yeah. So Any it's,
0: improvements. It's you really make, funny
1: because I don't you, there's is no Is it really funny? There, there's no way you would know this, but my one of my senior design projects was to design a undersea uh, under sea water scooter. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, like the divers use to like yeah. tow them around. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I already have a little bit of experience in that.
0: In under or some sort of. Water command. Device. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you
0: like the idea of taking a kayak? You're sitting on a kayak. You normally use your arms
1: mm-hmm.
0: like some sort of manual laborer.
1: Yeah.
0: To go places. Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but I feel like there is. Not the manual labor part, but Mm -hmm. the actual using your arms to go places.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's just an an expansion on on, like the motorized Razor scooters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But then also taking away the steering. Yeah. (laughs) You just program it in. Maybe there's an app. Mm -hmm. beep boop baboo, beep
1: This definitely sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) A lot of bad business ideas sound like the beginning of horror movies. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, So then Sound Mind. So you yeah. have some experience with it? Do you want... Okay. I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah. Do you want to do all three? Because <laughs> I know you got plenty of time.
1: Yeah, I do have a lot of time. Um, I I don't want to do the third one because I feel like you're just asking for like lawsuits.
0: I That is also the sign of a bad business idea. Yeah. Isn't? Like literally um, asking, can we have a lawsuit, yeah. please? I was raising my hand there. But then the I was like, well,
1: what if it was a hologram? Then you could like walk right through it. Oh yeah, That'd be fine. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's like a lot of sci-fi shows. Yeah. there's like advertising everywhere in digital. I don't know holograms. I like
0: it. I'd like the expansion from like leaping out of the snow. Yeah. To just holograms everywhere.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: I'm in for that. That wouldn't be
1: annoying at all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you'd have to invent hologram technology that would work <laughs> on that level. That seems
1: That'd realistic. Be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pencil it in for Saturday.
0: Okay, so, great. Yeah. But that is not the one you're leaning towards.
1: No. So I like the sound one. Sound ones. Yeah. Soundscapes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I listen to ambient mixer sometimes. If there's like a, a distracting noise, mm-hmm. I'll listen to something, uh, usually like a coffee shop sound or... Um, and that's really cool because you can program it to randomly play and then you set like the frequency So you could have the goats like randomly play every like one to two minutes and you could have the bowling strike every like three to five minutes just to switch it up.
0: Would it be better if you knew what noises were coming or if it was a little bit of a surprise?
1: Oh, definitely better as a surprise. Okay, great.
0: And just I know since you've published some books, (laughs) if you had sound mind as part of the process for writing your books, percentage wise, how much better would your books be?
1: At least 2.5%. 2.5. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. That's not a bad percentage change
0: <laughs> for just listening to something. Yeah. Right?
1: hmm
0: Okay. Put that on the marketing material. I am not going to because <laughs> that is going to be all you as oh, well. Yes. Is marketing uh, and selling. Um, all the liability will, mm-hmm. of course, be in your hands as well if there's any potential lawsuits. Yeah. Uh, for the, you know, what may or may not be subliminal messaging that we include oh. in the soundscapes. Yeah.
1: Well, you could, I mean, that uh, then, mm-hmm. you know, you can get advertisers to chip in there. I'm
0: not saying that's something you should do.
1: I <laughs> want to remain
0: in a state of uh, active uh, or believable denial. Oh, okay. In all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if that were to happen. Eh, yeah not a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, good. So sound mind. You're going to take that and run with it. Yeah.
1: We'll
0: <laughs> go ahead and register that URL anytime now. And you already know a lot of authors. So this is going to be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And those are all the bad business ideas that will fit into one hour. Well, maybe we could fit more. There's, there's a way to do it. But for now, I'll leave you with those. Just a quick update on those bad business ideas. Fred, Liz, Matt, Sarah, if you're listening, I really expect some results here relatively soon. My name is Nick Jargudiu. I'm the host of To A Certain Degree, which you can hear on WPRK from 7 to 9 a.m. You can also hear it wherever you get your podcasts. So search for To A Certain Degree or go to a website called toacertaindegree.com to learn more. Stay tuned for the next hour of To a Certain Degree. We've got music and we've got more special guests. In this case, it's going to be a themed episode around people who do photography, who see Central Florida and the people, the food, the business, and the skies around Central Florida a little bit differently because of the way that they interact through their lens. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful day.